You are now listening to the Here for the Truth podcast, hosted by Joel Rafidi and Erasmus Stylianessis. All right, everybody, welcome to episode 19 of Here for the Truth. We have an amazing special guest today, which we'll tell you about in a second. But first, shout out to our latest top tier patron, conspiracy gangster, Amanda Haddad. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for your support. And we appreciate you. Um, Erasmus, do you want to introduce who we have here today? Yeah, we have an awesome guest, uh, Sheila Madavi. Did I pronounce your last name right? did. Yeah, Sheila and I actually recently met. We met uh, a few weeks ago at this Health Freedom for Humanity California chapter meetup. And we were sitting next to each other on a bench. And we just got into a really amazing uh, conversation and connected and stayed in touch and Uh, It's just awesome to have her on here today. And I just want to uh, tell a little bit about Sheila. Sheila's a nutritionist, detoxification specialist, herbalist, and founder of Food Over Drugs, a company that stands to educate and shift society back into the use of whole foods and plants as medicine. Sheila has assisted numerous clients from around the world to heal from various chronic conditions through the use of food and herbal medicine. She has hosted workshops and lectures since 2013, educating her community about the power of food and how it can be used to heal the body. Mm, I love that. Now with about half a million followers on TikTok, dang, her education now reaches a worldwide audience. Her philosophy and brand name, Food Over Drugs, stands as the core of all her work, products, and education. Welcome to Here for the Truth, Sheila. Thank you so much. Thank you, both of you. <laughs> I'm listening to this bite. And I'm like, wow, that's a really long bite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 don't worry. I think we've had like even longer ones. We've, had, we've had longer bias. We've yeah. had longer bias for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm super happy to be here. It's uh, funny that, you know, you were talking about us a meeting a couple of weeks ago because our conversation was just going, like going and going and going to the point where you were like, hold that thought, (laughs) I'll be right back. And then you were like, we should do a podcast. I'm like, yes, (laughs) I would love to, I would love to. You know, I'm a Gemini, you're well, Libra in Western astrology. So we, we, we got that air sign going. So we're just bouncing back and forth and like having awesome conversations. So it's really cool to have you here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah well you're both swords either way so yeah it's all air oh. intellect exchange communication i love it yeah. um so i guess you know what let's start off with this first question why are you here for the truth mm. the truth has been um kind of emerging since 2012 for me you know so i um when I was actually, let's go back. When I was about 15 or 16, I, I, uh, well, I was, I was diagnosed pre-diabetic, and you know, I'm sure you guys relate to this too. Like, there is a time where many of us, not all of us, but many of us, were, you know, reliant on uh, a medical doctor or anyone else to kind of tell us like what we're, what our diagnosis is, what we have to do, what we have to take, and things like that. And so I was prescribed a medication and this little thought, like this little voice inside my head was telling me like, I don't think you should take it. You know, I was like, I don't know. I don't think we need this. You know, do we really need these horse pills right now? And so I just decided to, um, to just tweak my diet in hopes that like 
you know, if I change my diet, maybe we'll get a different result. I, I, I had no education on this, you know, I was just kind of like, I just winged it. And in six months, I came back for a blood test and the doctor was like, oh, wow, the medication's working really well for you. And it was in that moment that I realized, wait, so he doesn't have all the answers, you know, or there was another way to go about this or, wow, we don't have to take medication. That was when like the seed was planted. So you, I, I didn't go full activist at the time. I was just kind of like, it just lingered in my mind. Like I knew there was like a possibility, but I think it was really in like 2012 when I started to do the research on Monsanto at the time, the old, old former name, uh, Monsanto and the bees were dying and all the chemicals that were allowed in our food system here in the United States and how we owned the patents to so many things. And they were like, you know, banned in other countries and just the whole deep dark net of of why the food system and the drug system is the way that it is in the United States and so I went like full-fledged activist and <laughs> <laughs> was out there full-fledged act <laughs> activist and conspiracy theorist <laughs> yeah yeah right at the time but at the time I was like yo did you know that you know the former lawyer of Monsanto you know works for you know I was I was yeah. all in you know sharing this information but it was really about like educating people about you know things that I was super passionate about like the bees are dying people are getting sick did you know that aspartame is linked to you know leukemia you know all these different things like they've they've found that GMOs can uh cause tumors and rats. You know, I was like, I wanted to teach people these things because I realized that I was not taught that. I was not taught that foods can even transform your body in the first place. Nobody told me. So I wanted to teach. And at the time it was really all about like chemicals and things like that. I wasn't into like, I hadn't studied nutritional science yet. I was just like, I was just like, I was just, you know, scavenging information, doing what we're, what we're here, what we're here doing now. <laughs> you know what I mean? um, but that was where it, that was where it began. And, um, and then from there was, you know, I, I, I went on to study nutritional science and cause I really wanted to find like the ultimate diet of the human, <laughs> which, which like is a never ending thing. Cause that's, there's yeah. really no such thing. Um, I but I, I was super committed to that. And, as I was there, I was learning about, you know, um, herbal medicine. And I realized when I was at school, like how little these issues with the food system were talked about, you know, the, the chemicals in foods and how to me, like certain things are not considered food, you know, that we see on the streets. And so, uh, of course I continued my outspokenness and all that stuff in school. And then, uh, when I started to learn, how herbs can be used as medicine, that's when it clicked. That's when I was like, wait, we have an answer now. Mm -hmm. Food over drugs. Food over drugs. <laughs> 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 exactly. Exactly. No, but for real, when was food over drugs born? Like, when did you sit down and go, this is my brand. <laughs> this is who I am. This is what's gonna lead me to 500,000 TikTok followers. <laughs> Well, first of all, I have this, I, I, I used to have like a, a, well, I, I started to use it now, but I had this personal Instagram page and then 
I was randomly just blocked out of it. Like they just said, I, I, I couldn't log in. It was like wrong password, but then I would ask them to send me the password. They wouldn't send it to me. And I'm just like, yo. So I had to create a new account. And it was like, I took like a couple year hiatus and I was like, nah, you know, I just get away with like, you know, whatever, who cares? Like, I'll get back to that account one day. And then I just got to this point. It was like, I think it was 2017. I was just like, dude, I need an account. <laughs> like, I'm gonna like, I'm, I wanna create an account, but it wasn't, I didn't have food over drugs, like the product line, like the, all that stuff. I just like, I was sitting there and I was thinking of like, you know, what do I want my Instagram name to be? And it was like, and, and in a separate conversation that same day, I was having this passionate conversation with my friend about like my vision of the world. And I'm like, I'm like, dude. And I'm like, I'm like, I, and I said all these things, like, I believe in X, Y, and Z. I believe in blah, 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 blah. I believe in, and I'm like, food over drugs. And then he looked at me and he's like, that's the name. And I'm like, that's the name. <laughs> so he, made, he made my Instagram name food over drugs. And so I, that was just, that was just, it's supposed to be just my Instagram. But Amazing I, that, that no one had it. That, that know, handle wasn't taken. I know. I mean, it's original, but also you would be like, I guess in my world, I'm like, oh, it's common sense. Like food over drugs, like fucking, why would I take drugs? And it was waiting healthy. for Sheila, bro. It was waiting it was. for Sheila. <laughs> it was the right timing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 I agree. I, I was kind of shocked that it wasn't taken. But like, I think now I see so many things like, plants over pills and like mm -hmm. all these other things. I'm like, oh, okay. The you started it. You're the IG. You're trend center. You're, you're oh. there, but you, yeah, the OG. 500K. <laughs> <laughs> Almost, not there yet. <laughs> oh, I love Sheila, it. tell me, what is, your, what is your primary gnosis? What is your main overall philosophy when you see someone, when you speak to them, what in the most simplest terms possible do you get your message across that this is this is how beneficial and how potent this information is for you? So that's a great question because I would say I would, I would want to answer in two separate ways. Go for it. The first way is that um, first, I, I don't think everybody understands like what I mean by food over drugs. I think some people are like, yeah, burgers over cocaine. Like they'll just make jokes about like what they think this means. And it's kind of true too. I'd rather have burgers than cocaine. <laughs> right. And they'll just throw things out. But to me, I'm like, you know, there's certain things that I've learned over the years or I've, 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 I've come to my own conclusions that certain things don't belong in the human body. You mm -hmm. know, certain things are not food. And, you know, like, I was talking to a friend yesterday about, you know, fast food companies and, you know, just just take like craft American slices as an example. Some people really do believe that this is considered food. Mm -hmm. And that's an issue that we have because it's actually not food. It doesn't serve the body. It doesn't serve it. It, 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 it deteriorates the body in more ways than it serves it. So if that's the fact, and, 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 and it's not revitalizing, if it's not nourishing, if it's not enhancing, and this goes for other things, not just what's on your plate, mm -hmm. but if it's not these things, then it's not food. Yeah. You know? And so I, I wanted to educate people about like, you know, how can we first distinguish what belongs in the body and what does not belong in the body? That's like, that to me, if, if 
more people or the world entirely is able to decipher like what belongs, what doesn't belong, then that's the beginning of their individual healing journeys where they're now in power of themselves. Mm -hmm. They're now their own guides. They're now their own doctors. And that's what I, that's the second thing. Like I want to see people take control of themselves. I want to see people find that connection, see how food impacts their own body, experiment themselves, feel it themselves and, uh, and, and, and use that to propel them through their own, you know, their own healing of whatever that may mean for them. You know, Mm -hmm. that's, that is how we, that's how we survive. That's how we live. That's how we thrive. That's how we change our DNA and end the diseases and the weaknesses that we're now passing on to generations. We could literally decide in one generation that we're done with passing on these organ weaknesses and causing these diseases in in future generations. We don't have to do it. But because there is such a lack of information and experimentation and, 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 you know, self-empowerment, I guess I'll say, we start to see what's happening, you know, as generations progress, you know, we start to see these rare diseases come up and we're like, you know, left and right, like kids having cancer, things like that. Um, Some of these things were like unheard of 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. So I want to see the world live. That's really what it is. I want to see people live. That's yeah. Well, what you're talking about sounds a lot like, a lot like self-responsibility to me. <laughs> um, not everyone believes in self-responsibility, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, nah, but that's the thing, right? Because once you make decisions for yourself and then you make that decision and you experience a shift, and you're like, oh, that feels good now. After I've made that decision, there's a shift. Now it's like knowing that information, am I going to continue to make decisions that make me feel that positive difference within myself? And then step by step, you become empowered, right? And you, mm-hmm. you, you can make choices that are aligned uniquely with you through becoming your own scientist in, in this process. Um, and I mean, that can be applied to, to, to anything and everything. And I think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And I, I think that's part of the healing process that happens is, you know, I'm, I'm in, I'm in such a belief system that the body has this innate ability to heal, that it's always going towards homeostasis and it's like always trying to heal. And so what can we do to support that process? And of course, like just your motto in general is just like, yeah, give me food, give me good herbs, like fuck these pharmaceutical drugs created in a laboratory, et cetera, et cetera. And just the idea of being empowered, everything that you were talking about, Sheila, and what Joel was saying is what does that do? Like, how does that psychic psyche evolution impact your health and impact your body and impact how you move through the world? And I just think it's, I don't know. I just think it's amazing. I, I love it. And, and that was my um, awakening too, is just like, well, in one regards with food, it was just like really realizing how, when I was nourishing myself with different foods, it shifted my, the way I thought it shifted my emotional life. I had a huge impact. It had a huge impact on me. Like I went to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition in 2007. And, um, and I remember we were exploring with all different kinds of like eating and different, you know, people were coming and speaking and I just, I don't know, it was just really cool to just try out different things and then to eat really cleanly and really healthily and see how it impacted me. So literally, like you said, it literally 
moves the needle the moment that you feel it, the moment that you experience it. And like, I'm so glad that, that you're saying this because it's literally like, that's what it takes for a person to now know what is possible. Once you have experienced it, once you have felt it, once you have felt your own level of health, you can't forget that feeling. You know, maybe, maybe mm -hmm. you can over time, but like, you know, it's possible. You yeah. remember the time that week, those couple days that you were on fire, your sleep was excellent. Your skin was clear. You were like, you were super flexible, you know, like your whole body was just, you know, your, your memory was sharp. Your cognition was on point. Everything, your body was working at a new level. And when we wreck, when we actually experience that and we feel that, it's like, it, 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 it's you, not that you can't go back, you can, but innately, we don't want to, we are seeking that. We want that. We want to ex continue to experience that. So we will make those choices. We will start to say, Hey, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll try and let that go. Maybe I'll like, I'll see what happens. You know, I, I let it go for like a month. I felt really good. You know, let me just see what happens. That's the beginning. That's the beginning of how people start to change their bodies and their bodies transform yeah. down emotional, you know, all those things. Like in, in that, in that process, you discover your own power as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why when you were like talking about like, you know, it does take a responsibility. Absolutely. But you, it's like you, it's like you take that responsibility. Mm. It's not, it's not like you're like, ah, man. No, it's not a burden. <laughs> it's not a burden. It's no, like, no. it's like, you're like, oh, wow. I, yeah. I can do this. Why would I let anyone else choose for me? Why wouldn't I make the choices? I'm this body. I'm the person in this body. Why wouldn't I choose what's best for me? Why am I letting someone that doesn't have any idea about who I am, what I do, what I'm like, make decisions for what's best for me? That doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. yeah unfortunately, we live in a system, the malignant culture that, you know, people get programmed to absolve themselves of responsibility and look outside of themselves. You know, that's why like inner work this is an inner journey to start, you know, really looking inwards and being like, yo, what am I going to do? How am I going to live my life? How do these things serve me or not serve me? And I think something as simple as looking at what you're putting in your body and on your body. I say simple, but like just starting there. And how does that transform you? How does that transform your relationships? The way you interact with people. I remember there was a person who um, stood up during my, my class and I think it was two, in 2007 at Institute for Intergrave Nutrition. She's like, eating broccoli saved my marriage. Like, it's like, it was hilarious to me, you know, but again, what is held within that statement of eating broccoli? It may be not just the broccoli, but making the choice to go, Hey, I'm going to have the broccoli over something else. I'm going to actually make this a conscious process and know, Oh, I'm choosing this instead of that. And so all of that together, like, it's like this cumulative impact on how it shifts you and moves you forward. And, and I can totally get while someone, why someone's getting up and saying eating broccoli changed my life, changed my marriage. Like it, mm. there's so much in that. There's so much in that because it's like, it, it's the, when you said like, you know, what could happen if you decide to, to basically make that change or take that power back, essentially, it's like literally it becomes this domino effect, like everything in our lives, but you really think about it if a person was suffering with, let's just take acne. I'm gonna take acne as an example. Like, you know, for those that have like suffered with acne, they know 
that they walk around with shame. They walk around with this uncomfortable, like, I don't like the way that I look. I feel uncomfortable. I don't feel attractive. I don't think, and then that's going to cause them to act differently in society, which then makes them feel like, you know, I can't talk to that person. I'm not going to I'm not going to say that thing about myself. I'm not going to like put myself, make myself seem great because I don't want them to point out my flaw. You know, there's all these different things and then their life ends up turning out the way that they do. So that's just on one end. But then what happens is when you start to heal yourself, when you start to actually change your body, and I'm just using acne as example because it's like very physical and very like literal. Like if you see it on people's faces when it when this changes, like, when their skin heals, they get the confidence and that confidence leads them to something else. And that something else leads them then to something else and their, their lives start changing. And can you, can you say, man, healing my skin brought me my husband or healing my skin made yeah. me that, that, you know, $500 million deal. Like it's might sound crazy at the beginning, but like, no, it's everything yeah. is trickling effect. Everything. Everything's connected to everything. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, it makes total sense. Like your, your, your sense of self, the way you look at yourself, the way you look in the mirror, how you feel about yourself can completely shift. And what does that lead to? Like you said, I mean, it's, it could be the difference between saying no to an invitation that could end up like if we were living two alternative, ulterior alternative lives. Like it was like that movie sliding doors. I think I watched it with Gwyneth Paltrow years ago, where it was like, there was two lives happening because of one decision that she made. And so it's like, what would happen? You know, like having acne or not feeling good about yourself could cause you to say no to an experience that could open your life up into a whole new way. And I'm not saying if you have acne, that means like you're fucked and like, you're not gonna have good shit happen to you. But it's just, we're just using an example of like how the, how a little thing can have an impact on your sense of self and who you are and the choices that you make. Yeah. Well, like Nathaniel said, everything touches everything. Yeah. Right. And uh, I mean, when people like now talk about like shifting timelines or whatever it is, you know what I mean? To me, it's just embodying a new way of being by making empowered choices, right? When you change that one thing to heal internally, like a frequency can shift. And obviously that changes everything and the way you experience everything and the way you receive everything as well. And uh, that's exciting. And so once you experience that, then you're more so inclined to keep doing that and to keep growing. And that's what, to me, real growth and real enhancement is. It's knowing thyself, then making empowered decisions for yourself based on that information. Yeah. You Listen, my, like, I think about my wife, Sophie, you know, we met six and a half years ago, seven years ago. And like, we, when we met, we were both on the same page. Like I had stopped drinking alcohol. I, I haven't had caffeine, I, all these other things. And so like, would, if we were not aligned in that way, would we maybe, would our life be what it is today? Do you know what I mean? Like, so these little things like bring you make these choices to better yourself, to step more into your power, to further evolution. And yeah, I could maybe even say stopping drinking alcohol and, and having coffee and doing recreational drugs led me to my wife, hmm. you know? And to my life. And then to me, bro. And then to me. Um, I don't I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to you, I don't know about that, but but Sheila definitely. <laughs> well, if you didn't make those choices and you went with Sophie, you wouldn't have been on Unslaved and I wouldn't have seen it, and then we wouldn't have connected, then we wouldn't be doing this. So But I I there would have been there could have been a small possibility I could have been on Slave without Sophie, but I don't think so. <laughs> 
Sophie, I'm just giving you shit. No, it's true though. And this is what's so beautiful. This podcast, this podcast was born. If we go backwards, however many years out of a simple choice of, of all the little choices that we all made, you know, to better ourselves to live our life, to be healthier. And we're all here now having this conversation. How fucking cool is that? Like that shit is so, I love thinking about the connections and the choices and how one thing leads to the other. It's just like amazing. Nah, bro. Everything's random. Everything's a coincidence, bro. There's not just thing as a metaphysical. There's not just thing as synchronicities, bro. It's all just bullshit, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. Even, even, even the, the going to the health freedom thing where we met, I wasn't really going to go. Someone told us about it the last minute, you know, cause I think it's a good, it's a new chapter from the, like the overall, the main health freedom for humanity group. And then Sophie and I were like, oh, let's just take a drive. You know, let's leave Topanga and, and head over to the West side. And, and little did I know, like plopped on a seat. You were there next to me. It was like, oh, hey, how's it going? And here we are. I love it. It's the beauty of life when you're open to it and saying yes. Mm. You know, if I was home, if I was like, I can't leave the house, there's an invisible thing that's going to fucking attach to my, into my sinuses and kill me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, we wouldn't have met. <laughs> Oh, like, interesting if it, it like you know even just the frequency of fear you know what does yeah. that in 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 the world with the self with the body with on a, on a physical level and then you know trickling effect out in the world yeah but and then trust on the other end you know trust like love love for the self mm. other people keeping that mindset bringing that with you it's like carrying it 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 just it it creates it creates in my eyes it's like all all that we seek all that we want all that we you know are here to create you know the door is open look at us like you know like you said you're like look at us isn't this beautiful it's like we created this you know we we each individually our lives we played out our lives we made the choices to come exactly to this moment and 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 have the exact network and community around us just as we do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you want to know one reason why that all happened? Because each one of us chose food over drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just you know, let's keep it real. That's true. Well, ultimately what we're saying is that this moment is the culmination of every single choice that we've made in our lives. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, all right. Let me ask you this, because this is a bit of a conversation in my household at the moment. Um, so, so many different diets out there, right? There's so many different ways of eating, like veganism, vegetarian, pescatarian, um, carnivore, omnivore, whatever it is, um, eating for your blood type, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. How, how would you, um, describe or portray the individual diets like is 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 it truly unique to each person in terms of what they're more suited to what they're more inclined towards what's your perspective and all that so i used to have a very black and white view of what served the the, like the human body and what didn't and it was very like like i didn't allow for flexibility and i think in the last maybe year or two I've just been just I guess not even just myself but I've just been shown over and over that there's more ways to to heal the body there's more ways to um to live you know and 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 I I really do believe that 
that certain bodies are built differently. And you look at, you know, the different climates of the world and certain people with their own bodies maybe thrive with higher amounts of, of meat or, and or protein in their diets versus others that uh, very well can live on literally just fruits, you know, mm-hmm. and nothing else. And so um, I definitely feel like there are particular diets that if you go, you know, one way, it can, it, it, it can change the body. So for instance, like if we're talking about, when we're talking about detoxification and cleansing, when we talk about detoxification, at least in my book, there is one way of detoxification, not one way, but you know, mm-hmm. one, there are certain types of foods that cleanse the body and others that slow the process of detoxification. So if we're talking about detoxification, which a lot of my work revolves around, mm-hmm. then right off the bat, I'm like, no meat, no dairy. Uh, I would say limit as much as you can or avoid starches and grains. Of mm-hmm. course, processed foods, added sugars, um, alcohol, and caffeine in the time of cleansing. And so, and but that's that's for cleansing. Mm-hmm. Now, I used to run around thinking like, well, then if it cleanses, then that's the diet. You know, like that would be what I, that would that would be my thought. Like, well, no kidding. If it heals, then why are we not constantly healing? Well, I. I have flexibility around that now. Now I think that's something that like I personally am still discovering what suits me the best, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I invite people to continue to explore that, you know, kind of like how Eurosimos was talking about how like, you know, we just, we just sat there and we, ex- we ex- explore different diets. I think it ultimately will come down to the person, but they must, they must approach it with open eyes to all possibilities, you know? So some people, you know, might've tried, you know, uh, a vegan diet and they, they feel excellent, you know? Awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad to hear that you found something that makes you feel excellent. Now there's other, there's other ways of also achieving different levels of health. And so I think it's important to look at everything and to experience, not, I want to say, I don't want to say, okay, I'll be careful with my words, not experience everything, but experience the various ways of healing, the various diets and see if something actually suits you more because like we talked about earlier we literally don't know something is possible until we feel it Mm -hmm. that is yeah go ahead no and um i think what's what's important too is um we had a we had a tommy john on our podcast and he 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 said he had a quote it was called a happy donut or a sad salad and it's like even just like your psychological state when you're eating something you know like I used to, in my early days in this, this whole health, wellness, personal development world, like I used to play the food police. Mm. I was like, you know, I was like bartending in New York while I was doing my thing. And I was like, you can't have that. You can't do that. Why are you drinking that? It's going to fucking kill you. You know? And like, I'm so much more chill now, you know, like I eat real foods, but occasionally I just kind of eat what I want to eat in the moment. And I feel good about it. And I'm not like, Oh my God, I shouldn't have eaten that. Oh my God. I, uh, like the, the psychological stress that you put on yourself for, or, or like the, or like w- what you feel about yourself when you do the act is worse than if you just like ate the food and we're like, Oh my God, I feel amazing. I'm hanging out with my friends and we're laughing, we're dancing, we're playing. You know, I think that that plays a role as well too. What do you think about that? That's huge. That is huge. And uh, me too, by the way, like, 
there was a time where I actually, I, I brought this up to somebody, I forgot like, you know, when or to who, but I remember thinking, I noticed that every time I would, I would cleanse, like, let's say I do like all liquids or I'm doing, you know, like, you know, raw fruit and vegetable only, you know, something a little more on the rigorous side, I would feel this guilt when it came down to like breaking the fast or breaking the diet. I'm like, well, how could I? Is it that worth it? You know, and I would beat myself up for choosing certain things. And I, I was like that too. I was like the, I was the police, you know, with different friends. If mm -hmm. they told me or if they were eating something, I couldn't wait. Oh my God. Let me tell you. Oh yeah. Oh, let me tell you. I got a scroll of information that I'm going to share with you. Did you know? Did you know? I'm like, oh, interesting. So I see you're eating sushi today. Did you know that one cubic centimeter of, of raw fish can have up to 10,000 larva eggs? Huh? You mm. didn't know that. Oh, and I'm like, destroy <laughs> their fucking experience. I'm saying like, like, we can't, we can't be thinking the thoughts that like our food is toxic you know what I mean? Like we, we do yeah. have to believe that on some level, like our thoughts contribute to how the food ends up manifesting in our bodies, you know, and that yeah. obviously, as we know, like that goes for diseases, you know? So of course it travels through our food. Of course our thoughts can impact it. If you eat something thinking I'm going to get a stomach ache after I eat this, you better bet you're going to get a stomach ache after eating that. Mm. Or you eat that thing and you're like, you're like, Man, that was amazing. Oh, thank God for my body. I love, I love my body. I love its ability to, to handle foods like this. Like I feel so lucky to have a yeah. body that can yeah. handle this. And your body handles it. Your body mm. breaks it down, you know? So. Yeah, there's so much to be said for the energetics and like even just like eating intentionally or even the whole idea of prayer, you know what I mean? Like thinking the source of where you mean your, your nourishment is about to come from before consuming it, I think can have such a profound difference um, as opposed to just consuming something unconsciously. Um, yeah. And even the on the topic and even yeah. on the topic of like, you know, there's always like this, you know, you talk about the divide and conquer strategy. There's always this thing like I'm a vegan, you're horrible. I'm a meat eater. You're crazy. And it's just like, you know, just from the topic of meat, like where you source your meat from is, is, is a huge thing too. You can't lump everything together in, in my opinion. Um, but anyways, I don't know. Some people have different thoughts. I don't know where you stand on that. Well, but I just, if, if I can, if I can jump in first, um, I was vegan for five years between 2015 and 2020 from the moment I watched Cowspiracy until 2020. And the, for the first couple of years, I felt amazing. I was like, I'm never going back. But I was obviously detoxing, right? There's, there's a detoxification process happening. Then slowly, slowly, I felt myself deteriorate across that. I felt as though I wasn't as vibrant as I once was. This is my personal experience. Um, and But at the same time, I was like, oh, I can never go back to you know, consuming flesh. I could never do that. I couldn't bring myself to do that. Then early 2020, I decided to just listen to my body. My body was asking for meat for a long time. And I decided to tune into that and I, and I ate meat. And now I feel much better. I feel much more energetic. I feel much more vibrant. I feel much more grounded. I feel like I can serve my family, serve my community, serve my friendships better, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but yeah, just that experiential idea of actually listening to your body and trusting your body um, as, a, as, a, as a result. Yeah. 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 I think that's, that's super important because, you know, I, th I think it's very easy for us to create dead ends for ourselves. Mm. 
you know, and to come and, to, you know, to come to these places like, oh, got it. I'm only doing this. You know, that was my mentality for so many things. Like, I think I, I on a, uh, just on a personal level, I feel like I like will come to a conclusion and I'm like, okay, that's the answer. And I won't leave room for a possibility of, well, maybe that's not the answer. Yeah. Could it be? Or maybe that's just the answer for right now. Yeah. You know? I think yeah. this is, this has been like this, that's been like the theme for this year of like this past, like, I guess year is like, you know, there's so much, you know, there's so much that we don't know. And I feel like as we continue to grow, we learn how much more there isn't that we know, you know, and we're, and we're, and we're, and we're staying students, you know, and we're staying curious. That's what keeps us alive, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I, I like, I'm not, I'm not the, I'm not the guru, you know, I, I have information and I'm here to share and you guys have information mm-hmm. and you're shared and, and all that we are to do individually is to, you know, experience our lives and come to our own answers, come to our own, you know, uh, become our own guru. You know, we got to become a guru to ourselves. Mm. I think that's where the focus needs to be. And you hit the nail on the head. Like what's right for me now might not be right for me in five years. What's right for me in this climate might not be right for me when I spend six months on a Greek island. What's right for me, you know, um, on the East Coast and the Northeast versus Southern California may be differently depending on the season. So there's so many factors to take in. You know, that's why what I love about health is that like, like when you look at it from a holistic standpoint, there's so many factors that play into it. And yet the idea of just eating real nourishing foods you know, where, you know, where it comes from is so foreign to so many people because they're not educated. They're not trained that way. I mean, think about element public school, elementary, you know, cafeterias. Like I think back to what I was eating back then. And it was like, Holy shit. You know, there aren't classes to talk about food, you know, I mean, maybe in some more progressive schools, (laughs) what do you say? Yet maybe some (laughs) progressive schools or Waldorf schools or, you know, homeschooling, whatever, like, you know, People understand the children get to know uh, about farming, et cetera. I remember it was, I think I was reading an article or I can't remember. It was some school in New York's North in, I think in like somewhere in New York where they brought like a real carrot out to the class and they had no clue what it was because they had just had like, you know, mini carrots or carrots in their Lunchables or they'd never seen a real carrot before. And so that's kind of like mind blowing to me, but you know, that's the reality for many people depending on where they live or their education or so socioeconomics, true. et cetera. True. So true. Yeah. Like I, that's, that's part of the reason why I spent a lot of time, you know, educating kids at the beginning. Like when I, I, when I first started to host lectures and stuff, I would, it would be like adults or seniors or things like that. But then I started to work in a K through eight school and I knew these kids knew like didn't know because they would I I was working in the health office and they would come to me with their stomach aches they'd come to me with all the other health conditions and I would just ask them basic questions about like we know what they ate and they didn't didn't know how to like they didn't know what was considered healthy what was good for them what was what wasn't serving them you know I don't want to say what was bad for them but maybe Mm. what was serving them in that moment and and I just asked you know one of my, or actually one of my teachers approached me and asked me, because she knew my background was in um, nutrition. She was like, would you like, do you want to speak to the, you know, my students about, you know, nutrition one day as like a guest speaker? I was like, yes. (laughs) 
and so I started to, and I started with the middle school at the beginning and I would talk about, you know, how your food creates your body. And it was, you know, I, I used this very simple example of like, I would I'd have them look at their hands. I'd say, everybody like, take a moment, like, look at your hands. And they're like looking at their hands. And I'm like, every single thing that you're looking at, everything that makes up your physical hand was once your food. So your, and so I would explain this in, you know, a more easier way, but your physical, your physical body is simply matter that you've consumed that has internally translated into your cells. So you are literally, like they say, you are what you eat. And maybe mm -hmm. they mean that in like a, you know, more, you know, different way of like, you know, if you eat like shit, then you'll, you know, but yeah. I really mean it like you actually on a cellular level, you know, on a, on an, on an, uh, on like an atom level, you are what you consume. So then I would ask them, you know, do, so do you think, and they all love Takis, you know, these like chips. I'm like, so do you think Takis builds your, your hair? And they're like, no. <laughs> and they started to put the pieces together. And, um, and so they're starting to like realize like how food can, can impact. But, um, you know, I realized there how important it is for them to know these things. And I guarantee you till this day, you know, some of what we talked about did not leave them. You mm. know, I know that for a fact because I remember kids mm -hmm. would come up to me uh, when they found out I was leaving the school. They're like, Miss Sheila, you taught me that, you know, something, something, something about like something healthy. And I'm like, oh, I did. I don't remember saying that. <laughs> like, that would be something I would say though. But like, it stays with them. And like, those are the little seeds that are planted that, that end up transforming their lives. But imagine we had, you know, education in these classrooms where they now know, you know, how certain foods impact the body. Literally like TikTok is just like kind of what I taught, you know, but in a more entertaining, entertaining um, digital way. way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You change outfits like every three seconds, you turn into a carrot and then you turn into like a, like a turnip and then you turn into like a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> no but it's really just breaking down like like you know this is a this is a blueberry did you know that blueberries can increase circulation to the eyes and you know that they've been used it, it can reduce you know histamine release so it can be used for, for allergies you know all these different things and they're like what you know this is the information that like kids need to know and then on the other hand i would talk about more with like the middle school and high school students like how what different chemicals have been linked to and i would openly talk about yeah the united states owns these chemicals and so they're not going to stop it so it's up to us to look at a label and find these words and yeah. then make the choice after that once we see something like monosodium glutamate once we see blue one once we see yellow five yellow six red 40 then we know what this is made out of and then we can make that choice for ourselves yeah. you know and the problem yeah. is when you're when you're naive you just assume that you mean people are going to feed you good things that the government wants to give you why would the government give me products that are they're not healthy for me that are not aligned with you mean serving my best interests in terms of health and then when you become disillusioned it's like holy shit you know of course i've got to check everything that's going into my body you can totally i mean we can call it naive but i think Honestly, most of us grew up at some point assuming, you know, mm. we, we the best. We, we, yeah, that's we, what I mean. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, like we were just kind of like, Hey, like, Hey, if they're, if they're selling it for me or if they're calling it food, yeah, you know, that's right. I'm able to eat it, you know, yeah. Snickers is, is doing these uh, marketing campaigns. Like, are you hungry? If I was hungry, I would never use Snickers, you know, but the <laughs> people who are like, Oh yeah, if you're hungry, like eat a Snickers, like, yeah. isn't that food? I'm like, no, but we, but we gotta like, that's, we gotta be having these conversations. We gotta be helping each other out, you know, like, yeah. you know, and just uh, decoding the, yeah. you know, it's what's going on. I remember um, years ago, this was like my go-to documentary I would share with people was Food Inc. It was like 2007 or something. And I, I, I just would always like, you gotta watch Food Inc. You just gotta, you gotta watch Food Inc. Okay. It's not real food. It's not real food. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Yeah, food Inc. And then uh, Super Size Me. Oh yeah. Mm. Where, the, where the McDonald's like didn't degrade for like, yeah. it's like, you know, it's still going. There's still, they, they still show pictures of like the fries that look the same. Wow. It's, it's incredible. That's not, that's the thing. It's not food. Mm, you know? no. If we were just to like, if we were just to like know that, or I guess decide that for ourselves, because that's my personal decision, like my personal definition of like what's food and what isn't, like that to me is not food. If we were to like make choices based on that, I mean, can mm-hmm. you imagine the impact? Can you imagine the healing? Can you imagine, you know, how, the world changes going back to what we were talking about the trip that domino effect of you know how the whole world changes you know yeah i mean it's you know my motto has always been to eat real food you know i mean yeah we can get all crazy over what exactly but like just start there like eat real food and ideally like if you know where it's coming from if you're growing it and also not just with growing it like what water are you using you know are you using any good water to grow your food you know because that that's that's fueling the plant so yeah, there's so many levels to this, you know, like what, what water is, are your fruits and vegetables being grown in it's the nature of you the know? soil and how is that impacting you? I mean, that's, that's like, people go like, Oh my God, I can't even go there, which I'm just saying, like, it's, it's, there's so many different levels to do. At the end of the day, we eat real food because even in the vegan community, I don't, I don't knock people who are vegan at all, you know, make your choices, but like eat real food, like yeah. not fucking impossible yeah. burgers and beyond meat right. and like fake right fake chicken and but you still call it chicken and fake bacon but you still call it bacon it's like why are you calling it the thing that you don't even want to eat yeah. just you know that again that's just my thing is just eat vegetables a lot of processed a lot of processed foods that you know and I, that's a that's a big point because there's a lot of people who are like you know i, I thought it would be healthier because it's vegan i'm like not necessarily because it, it's likely filled with gums you mm-hmm. know any other thickeners flavoring agents you know vegetable uh, oils you know like canola oil like like, you know what i'm saying like like processed junk you know Mm. and like i'll never forget there was a time that uh you know my friend wanted to make me i wasn't eating i don't i don't really eat dairy that rarely honestly um Mm -hmm. but gonna make me a pizza and so you're like we did the cauliflower crust and then all these things and then he like gets this like uh dia oh yeah the fake cheese oh my god so it's melting and i remember watching it melt i'm like and and, for, and then no, we cut it and i was trying to like pick up a slice dude it did not stop it was like all connected and i'm like regular cheese doesn't even do this and then i was like eating it and i was like oh no like <laughs> i could feel this is like glue if it, it, it felt like that in my mouth, like it was sticking to all of my teeth. 
So then I started, I was trying to tell him this. I'm like, yo, if this cheese is sticking to my teeth. Yeah. Fall off of, this is going to fuck up my intestines. <laughs> this is literally what I was thinking. I was like, I can't eat this. Like, this isn't, I would, we would be both better off having real dairy than what this is. I agree. You know? And that yeah. goes for so many different things. And it's like, that's why we have to read ingredients. That's why, like you said, like we got to find these whole real foods. Yeah. If, you can, if you can envision what the ingredient looks like in the, in the grocery store, in the produce aisle or whatever that is, then, then, you know, you're on the right track. Yeah. You cannot yeah. even imagine what the hell it is or in, look at, you, yeah. know, you don't know you what it looks like. You said you said something which was interesting because but it's but it's vegan so it's got to be healthy. It's like the same thing with organic. Like you go into like the frozen food section. It's like well I got this. It's it's organic and it's like well there's eighteen hundred ingredients in it. Like yeah it's organic but doesn't mean like it's the ideal thing for you to eat. You know it's better probably better than like the you know the shitty grocery store freezer section version version. But again it's like just because the thing says it's what it is. Like you have to go deeper. Like you said read the ingredients. Know what it looks like. I mean I personally don't like to. I mean I have my snacks, but I like to, I don't like to eat things that come in packages. Personally, yeah. You know. Yeah. Like ice cream. I mean I, I mean I have I have ice cream <laughs> once in a while. I've, I'm I didn't for eight years, and then I and then I like started again recently, and I fucking love it. I have it like, like once in a blue cream. moon. I'm like oh I fucking feel great like. I mean, I, I've chilled, you know, I was so hardcore for, for such a long time and I've just chilled out a little bit and it's like, I just feel so much better and happier and lighter and, and just, you know what I mean? So again, what'd you say? Pistachio. (laughs) Oh yeah, dude. The the pistachio is pretty good. But anyways, you know, again, it's like, do I eat it every single day all the time? No, but like once in a blue moon, like, you know, life, you want to enjoy life to some degree. That being said, I've been in this world for a long time. Like maybe when you're starting out, like, and you've been eating shitty your whole life, like make, turn your way into it, like slowly get into it and, and see, but. Yeah. Even what I'm noticing now, um, because when I went vegan, um, like obviously we cut out dairy as well whatsoever, but even now in all the oat milks and the almond milks, they're all full of seed oils. Right. And they're all like manufactured in these massive silos. (laughs) It's like, okay, maybe not kind of thing. Make your own nut milk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Make it, that's exactly. again. <laughs> What'd you say? You go get an almond cow. You know those things? An like, almond cow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like nut milks out of them. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about um, the nature of parasites, how they, a basic rundown, how they answer our system, how they wreak havoc, and why this is such an important conversation. Okay. So, first, it's an important conversation because I think United States is like the only country that doesn't regularly cleanse from parasites. <laughs> you know, like so many other countries on the world, like this just that it's just in their nature. Like they know they know how to detect them and then they know when it's time to cleanse and how to cleanse, and that's just part of their routine. We just don't do that. How do you and, detect them? You know, we how we can get parasites. Would you say? Sorry. I said how how do you detect them? Yeah, your your volume just went a little bit quiet. That's all right. Oh, okay. I'll enunciate or I'll get a little. That's right. Um, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you in, in just a second. First, I'll tell you how that you, how you can get them. So okay. first many ways and on a, a very simple way, which is why it, it's so common. And it's not as, it's not too much to freak out over because you can literally get it like 
from flushing a public toilet, you know, or having a dog at home, right? Being around like small children that end up touching a bunch of things and touching their face and then touching this and touching you and all that stuff. Like it happens. It's, 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 it's everywhere. If, even if we're gardening with our bare hands, um, you know, they're in, they're in soil, you know, they, without washing produce, you can get that way. There's, if you're, um, even though I think grounding is excellent and I love it, even having your bare foot on soil, you know, can, they can go through your skin and your heel and lodge themselves there too. So there's so many ways. And I think that the biggest way is, is from food, which of all foods would be like raw, raw fish or raw meat. So sushi is a big one, big, big, big one, which is why it's like, you know, I think it's important for people to, to know and, and so if you were an avid sushi eater, or if you were an avid like pokey eater, or if you like, you love the carpaccio and the tuna tartars and things like that, then, then, okay, that's your first, you know, maybe it would be a good idea to, to cleanse from parasites because what ends up happening is, you know, the symptoms can typically go undetected for a really long time. And they've become these things that, I think people are just so comfortable with that they don't think that they're actually like abnormal. So for mm -hmm. instance, grinding your teeth at night is not a normal thing, but because so many people experience grinding their teeth at night, they're like, Oh yeah, I, I grind my teeth. You grind your teeth. And it's just like, it's not anything that we like think that there's that, that we have to do anything about, but grinding your teeth at night to me after all the research, I mean, 100% linked to parasitic infection. That's how I feel about it. Now, is that the ultimate truth? No, but that's how I genuinely, when I hear it, when I hear someone tell me that, I'm like, parasite cleansing. Because parasites in mammals, this happens for humans, cows, you know, different types of animals, they will lay their eggs in the jaw muscle. Why the jaw muscle? I have no idea, but they do. And so, at nighttime, they're more active. And so they'll cause you this stress, which will make you grind your teeth at night. And so teeth grinding is a big one. Another big one is having allergies. Usually it's more seasonal allergies and not just food allergies. So like those mm -hmm. people who are like, you know, I get allergies every year and they're so bad and I don't know what to do about it. Like the first thing I would say is like, first cleanse from parasites, then change your diet. Because once you cleanse from parasites, it might just be parasites because they they release, you know, these their their actually their waste is a neurotoxin, and their waste also contributes to our immune system being depleted and overreacting because we're constantly being exposed to something that we have to react towards. And so, uh, your allergies is another one. Other things is like anxiety, like literally as it, which again, something that is so simple that people are like, Oh man, I have anxiety, you know, again, it's like, we all deal with it or, you know what I mean? It's something that's so common, but really if you're experiencing it and you're like, there's nothing to really put my finger on, you know, everything is fine then, or maybe that's the added thing on top of things like, you know, you're grinding your teeth at night and you also have allergies and things like that, or, you know, or maybe, uh, there's other other signs like if you have you ever like uh had like a shot of wheatgrass mm -hmm. um maybe like java juice or things like that okay so if you have like fresh 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 wheatgrass on an empty stomach and you feel nauseated 
That's a sign. <laughs> if you have fresh pomegranate juice on an empty stomach and you feel like you need to vomit after, which that happens for a lot of people, like they feel nauseated, parasites. If you feel like you're ha- like you have fresh grape juice, I would say maybe red grape juice because I haven't experienced that with green, but like fresh grape juice uh, and you feel repulsed by it. I would say it's another sign of parasitic infection. And then there's other things like, you know, abdominal, you know, cramping, pain, gas, bloating, um, you know, things like that. So yeah. that, that, those are the common symptoms. Why do we cleanse? Because <laughs> of the first thing, they cause they, their, their, their poop is a neurotoxin. It damages our nervous tissue. It affects our nervous system, which is at the end of the day, our lifeline. Because what starts, when do we really start to see ourselves completely deplete? When our nervous system starts to shut down on us. And another thing is they eat our tissue. That's how they move around. So they'll usually start in our colons if we ate something and they'll literally gnaw their way through your uh, your your colon and they go looking for organs that are weak, aka organs that retain the most amount of waste. Why? Because parasites or even worms, worms specifically, are the decomposers of our earth. So in 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 gardening, we have earthworms and they eat the day the, the dead or the decaying you know plant matter in our bodies or in other, in animals, you know, uh, or fish, you know, whatnot, they latch on to the weak or they find the organs that are the most weak in that animal to then feed off of. And so if we have something going on in our lungs, if we have something going on in our liver, if we have something going on in our kidneys, if we have something going on in our brains, you know, maybe we lack circulation to our, our brain, which is quite common, then they will start to consume that tissue to further damage it, further break it down. And the unfortunate part is when they start to consume nervous tissue. And now they're seeing that a lot of people with multiple sclerosis have, are being highly linked to parasitic infection. And so how does that make sense? Well, they love to eat nervous tissue, high in protein, and we start to see lesions happen. And for most people, it happens in the lower spine, which is closest to which organs? Your digestive organs, your colon, which is, so you imagine that the parasites leave the colon or there's a high concentration of them there, they leave and then they find the spinal cord. You know, so there's lots of reasons. And then obviously alleviating yourself from any kind of symptoms that you had prior, you know? Yeah. Um, there's many reasons to cleanse, but it's like, you know, some people will say, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like some people will be like, you know, you can live with parasites and uh, of course you, you can, you know, they're not just going to kill you the second that they enter you. I mean, mm. shit, some might, you know, some are, some are dangerous, but I, you know, I think, go ahead. Well, I'm just say? curious. Uh, I don't know if this is related, but I just it popped in my head. I'm just curious your point of view on this. If you have one, what are your view on colonics? Hmm. Good question. Like regarding, I'm like such a fan of colonics. Highly, highly like, recommend yeah. them. Okay. I've, I've just I've yeah. heard so many different points of view from different people, and I just wanted to know yours. I, I we're here for the truth. So being here for the truth is about being able to take in lots of different information from different people, and you know dancing with it you know and that's oh, that's the sure. thing i think 
I think I think the issue that I have in general in the health field, but pretty much anywhere, is like people who can't take in information from a person and just acknowledge it and go, okay, that's interesting. And it's immediately, it's like, no, I'm right, you're wrong, go fuck yourself. So, anyways, I was just curious. And, and trust me, I've been there and I still am yeah, sometimes. Like I've been there. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, you wear a mask, go fuck yourself. You know, but okay, I must have compassion. Must have compassion. Must have compassion. Go fuck yourself. Must have compassion. Must have compassion. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like this is being human. Like I don't, I don't, I don't pretend like I'm this like all perfect zen out person all the time because life is juicy. Anyways, right, I'll curious. tell you this. Last time I got a colonic, I was telling the practitioners to go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I've had like probably seven or eight in my life, but never like like crazy amounts in a row. Like you know, yeah. my wife did them for a while back in the I days. Uh, anyways, I was, you know, just curious your thoughts because no, for some I'm reason association, I was like parasites, colonics. What's uh-huh. your thoughts? A hundred percent. I mean, listen, like we have, like, I'm sure you, each of you might've like learned this at some point, like we have pounds of fecal matter in our colons, pounds. And, and the reason why colon cancer is so, is so prevalent is because that waste that sticks to the sides of the walls of the colon, that mucoid plaque, you know, or the mm. accumulation of fecal matter, it starts to actually deteriorate the walls of the colon. And sure, first it can create that little bulge where we see diver- diverticulitis mm-hmm. occur. But even past that point, that's when you start to when you when when your cells are constantly in the state of like acid or toxic waste, if they're constantly in that environment, that is, it doesn't matter what tissue you have. That's the beginning of 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 cancer. That's when the cells start to mutate. That's when you start to see these things start to happen. So, like, it's so important to cleanse the body and so i could be sitting here be talking about the lymphatic system and how important it is to cleanse the lymphatic system you can talk about cleansing from parasites but also yeah cleansing the colon because like it's like to me i'm like you just lay on a bed something will do for you like it's like almost like the easiest thing that you could do to literally start to move your waist and once your colon is 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 being cleansed because i wouldn't say it's always clean that doesn't happen you're always Hmm. having that you're always bringing in because your cells also poop, your cells poop too. Mm-hmm. So there's always waste to be moved. But once you bring out waste and you open up the capacity of your colon, then what happens is the rest of your body feels like, ah, we can, we can, we can, we can release now. Yeah. There's room. Everything is like, it's almost like an assembly line of like, of movement. So when move you that poop, we can, we, yeah. Yeah, you got to create like a hip hop song, bro. Like move that poop, move that poop. Um, <laughs> I agree with everything Sheila said, except let's be honest. It's not just laying on a bed and it's not just that easy. All right. <laughs> I, I fuck with my practitioners. I was like, Oh, you're going to stick a tube in my butt. Like I'm, I'm totally the dude that's like talking to my practitioner while they have a, like they're sticking the tube in my butt and they're massaging my belly. I'm that kind of guy. Oh, no, bro. I'm like, Okay, deep breath. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. Hint. I don't know. Maybe because I'm Greek. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Oh, man. Sheila, let me, let me ask you this. Um, detoxing during pregnancy for pregnant women, because there's so much conversation about it, so much taboo. Can it be done at all? Is there any recommendation, any guidelines? Just wait until you're fully done breastfeeding altogether before you can even begin that journey. I, I, I lean on fully done breastfeeding, you know, I, I'm sure there's ways to go about it, but like, remember, like when you're, you don't want to put your body in the state of, of elimination when you're trying to grow another baby, mm-hmm. yeah. you don't want your body to be in elimination mode 
when what you're eliminating is also feeding your baby. Yeah. So I don't believe in, in, in doing detoxification when you're pregnant for that reason. Pregnancy is about building, you know, <laughs> it's not the time to, to, to cleanse and release. Yeah. Um, and, and when you're breastfeeding, you gotta, you gotta remember like your, your breast milk, your waste will go through your breast milk. You know, yeah. what you ingest will go through your breast milk, your, your, uh, the remnants from your deodorant will go through your breast milk, your makeup, your, your lotion, you know, things that you put on your body that you consume and then is then released by the body. Your breast milk is now a new pathway of release. So I don't believe in, in cleansing yep. even when breastfeeding. Cause I'm like, you don't want to put that into your baby. You yeah. know, that's, that's, that's the gem. That's the next generation. That's our future. Yeah. No, I, I remember someone are fine. I remember someone was telling, uh, I think it was my sister-in-law, like not to use an infrared sauna while she was breastfeeding. So I don't know if that relates to it at all. I never thought about that. I never <laughs> you thought know, there's a detoxification process. You're sweating. I don't know. Maybe you're releasing some heavy metals. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Who knows? That could mm. be a, a good point. But I. I That's what they say, you know? That's what they say. say. Hey, while we're here, let me, <laughs> let me bring this up. So you're, you're a conventional Libra, right? Um, such a Libra. Conventional. In Western, in Western <laughs> tropical astrology, you're a Libra, but not in my system. Your true son... The sun wasn't in Libra. I was in Scorpio. Really? Okay. 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 I've heard this. Death. This is purgation, detoxification, purifying, cleansing. This is, and this is the seventh house, which denotes your destiny. So. You were meant to support people with death, the dying of things and exiting their bodies. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I did not, I did not realize that. So wait. Uh, so Scorpio is really is related to death. Well, Scorpio is ruled by Pluto, and Pluto is all about purgation, purifying, detoxifying, cleansing, and that's yeah. But the, the original um, archetype is is the tarot. It's these images, right? These, this image denotes Scorpio, and it also denotes, I guess, what we now call, you mean, what Pluto symbolizes. But this card is it's catharsis. It's literally purgation. It's the deepest cleansing, the deepest detoxification possible. It's the removal and shedding of everything that's false. <clears throat> that is fascinating. Yeah. That is so fascinating. Yeah. You're Man. you're in a, you're in alignment, dude. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, wow, my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Interesting. <laughs> I'm gonna shift gears a little bit, okay? Okay. You've got 500,000 TikTok followers, okay? With what's happening on in the world, yeah. is that coming up in the conversation there or is that something, because I know we share some similar views. I didn't, I, and I'm not saying you have to. I'm just curious, like, how do you dance with that? Um, so I have been, I've, I've alluded to what my thoughts are on it on like TikTok lives, because on TikTok you can also do TikTok live. Mm -hmm. um, where people have like asked and I'm kind of just like I give them the face and the and the words that maybe like allude to what my stance on all this what is or was at the time can, you, can you show us the face <laughs> okay yeah, so yeah. Hold, hold, let's, let's, let's role play this let's role play <laughs> Sheila, or or wait maybe they don't call you Sheila they call you food over drugs food <laughs> over drugs um so like what should I wear masks or like should I get the vaccine you would hear on the vaccine. They'd be like, hey, so, you know, like, what do you think about the vaccine? And I'm like. Uh. <laughs> that's, it. 
like that's it like you know you know you know in, yeah. intuitive you must know yeah, you must you know like what look at what i'm educating you about like you know you can put the pieces together but i guess it's really not that obvious because there's so many people that like i don't know if you guys have noticed this it's like man there's so many people in this in this past year that you're like man you too you know like people who like we maybe respected maybe yeah. in, a, in a health way or like things like mm -hmm. that that like you know it's not that common for us to be like oh shit and then and then like that that other person that like you never thought ever cared about health or whatever was like hell no you know like, like, fuck that vaccine yeah you're just like fuck what? the government <laughs> i ain't listening yeah. Yeah. yeah no but yeah on on tiktok though so there was like the last video that I posted was of, of Red Clover. And I decided to just like experiment with TikTok and in my language where I put um, that Red Clover prior to the whooping cough vaccine was used for whooping cough, you know? And, I remember you uh, telling me about this. Yeah, and, 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 I, and I took it a step further and I was like, why don't I just hashtag vaccine for the of it, you know? Yeah. And, the second I, I did the hashtag, they had the warning. And like, I'm used to a certain amount of views now because, you know, I release a video and with, within like, you know, one hour, I see a certain amount of views within two hours, I see a certain amount of views. So I post this video and I'm waiting and it's like an hour. And I'm like, only like, it was like 23 views. It was abnormal compared to, mm, yep. you know, the, the 500,000 to the, 2 million views that I, that I get on all the other videos. And so I was like, something's up. So first I took that, the video down because you're not allowed to edit captions I mean, on TikTok. So you have to delete the whole video. Okay. Upload it. So I re-upload it again. And I didn't put the hashtag, but I still, with my voice, said that, you know, Red Clover was used for vaccines. And still I had a warning on my video. Yeah. And luckily it was still a lull at the beginning, but I was just like, that sucks. You know, I kind of talked about it on my Instagram for a little bit, but then eventually it picked back up. So okay. I don't know. I mean, I guess yeah, it picks up the audio. I just posted a video this morning and I used the word vaxxed and it got flagged like immediately just for the audio. So it's fucking I crazy. Didn't think, I didn't think TikTok was doing that. And on yeah, I was curious. It was just, you know, an Instagram and Facebook thing because yeah. TikTok was owned by them, you yeah. know, the lords of, the you know, it's, it's, it's really interesting because I, I know other people that have, large followings and now again their following is based on what they do and so it's interesting to talk to like what people choose to talk about or not talk about and and i i personally don't have a judgment over what if people are gonna like you know like go outside of their lane per se and bring and start a little conversation but i don't know i'm, I'm just i'm just curious how that conversation is going on on tiktok and i don't know and also what are your views in general with what's happening in the world I, I, I have a lot of, lot of uh, thoughts about what's happening in the world, but uh, I think, I think yeah, as we've seen with, um, with how platforms, how we can be deplatformed essentially, I guess I'll say that. When I think about um, how I speak about a certain thing, I know that what I have with TikTok is very special. Like yeah. it's very special. I have the attention of, of half a million people. Amazing. And when I have the attention of these people and they are already curious about how food heals the body, mm. I take responsibility for that. And I'm not going to be, I'm not gonna make reckless decisions. I'm not saying it's reckless, but I'm just saying, just for mm. the sake of knowing 
what it's a business decision it's a wise yeah. business decision business but also like i gotta put myself in the position that if i were to just pull the trigger which, yeah. I, which I can at any moment you know and just be like yo and I, I i could do it i could do it in different ways you know but you know if i were to if i were to pull the trigger and really just speak about what i'm what i'm seeing happening right now and what my thoughts are it's like i could risk having access to continue to speak to these people. That's the thing. And that, that's, that's my thing as well. How are we best of service? How are we best yeah. of continuing that service, right? There's, there's no point being reckless and getting doing exactly what we know is going to give us no traction or give us no ease to listen to. You've got to play the game the right way. Um, so yeah, no, I agree and, with you. And, and you're having, you've been having an impact on all these people for however long, yeah. like keep yeah. having that impact. Yeah. You know? Somebody first makes the, the connection of like, Oh, wait a minute. Like I can use, uh, you know, Let's just say I could use like turmeric for Alzheimer's disease and then they actually experiment with it and then they notice that like certain things are improving or whatnot or they use different like plants to heal themselves you know just like when I was telling you like how the seed was planted for me that's the beginning for them so I'm planting like hundreds if yeah. not thousands of seeds right now or maybe like you know hundreds of thousands you know into you know people start to look at food differently and start to maybe look at maybe medicine differently where yeah maybe uh you know you you didn't think that there was a a, a cure for x condition but mm. did you know that it has been traditionally used for this mm-hmm. not saying not saying it's the answer just putting it out there you know yeah. if you ever want to explore that um and i think that's what that at the end of the day is going to get people to start to think for themselves and then maybe maybe we don't necessarily have to say yeah anything. they'll make the decision for themselves yeah. everything touches everything yeah they're like yeah. Hey, you know i think it's awesome anyway. yeah, yeah exactly all right well you're not on tiktok now so let loose go <laughs> what'd you say <laughs> well so okay i think i think we i think we share similar views on like Okay, I'll tell you this first, when they started to, when I first started to hear about mRNA, okay, I was like M- mRNA vaccine, my immediate, I didn't need anybody to tell me this, my immediate thought was, this is going to impact DNA, and this is going to impact things like our immune system, it's going to mess up our immune system, it's going to cause, you know, our uh, our bodies to basically work against us is what my first thought was. I even had the thought because I know about there's a herb called, well, let me finish my sentence. <laughs> I even had an idea, I, an idea that it might affect fertility. That was my mm-hmm. first thought. I'm like, it's going to, it's going to, um, exasperate, you know, autoimmune disorders and cause them. And then, and then also cause infertility. That was my first, I didn't say it out loud. I spoke it to like my friends as like my hypothesis. I just didn't like, and it's, I didn't, you know, I didn't say anything. And part of that came from was like, there's a herb called cat's claw that is a, is a very, uh, it's a very powerful, uh, herb. It's a bark and it has, it's a, it's an antiviral, but it also has been used as a contraceptive. Why? Because it teaches or it retrains the body to, eli- to attack and eliminate any cell that is considered abnormal period so what does that mean our 
our, uh, our, our, our ovum, our, our fertilized egg, you know, like our, 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 our young baby, you know, it's now an abnormal cell. So what does cat's claw make our bodies do? We'll destroy it and then eliminate it. And so that goes for, um, anything else. So now thinking of like the immune system and how we are training the immune system to attack a quote, quote, very specific thing. How do we know that it would only target that very specific thing when we know that by nature, nature mutates, nature mutates. So our bodies mutate, we can have a different reaction that can cause our bodies to have a different effect. So, and from the beginning, when I was reading, when I was like learning that it was an mRNA vaccine, they didn't, we didn't have to, like nobody had opinions that we weren't talking about it yet. I just was in my friend's ears and my mom's ear. And I'm like, whatever you do, whatever you do, do not get the vaccine. That's all I would say. Because I was like, I'm like, I like, there is an, I don't care who tells me what to me, that's not safe. I don't even, I don't even care if they do a 20 year study to still, still it, it's not safe to me. Yeah. So that's, that's all that I need to know. And yeah. so now that I've obviously it's out there, my, my, my thoughts started to trickle like last year when I, when I started, when they were like really talking about the vaccine, Oh, can't wait for you to have the vaccine. I'm like, Oh God, they're going to make this like, they're going to make it mandated. They're going to like make us everybody get it. Like, and then this is going to happen. We, I think a lot of us actually like started to brainstorm the possibilities of like, what's to come once this, you know, this rolls out. Um, but I was like, no, there's no way, there's no way, there's no way, there's no way, there's no way. And of course, like we're literally witnessing that they will literally kick you out of society mm. if you don't inject yourself with something. And the the, the manipulation um, and the force that's happening, the very subtle force that's happening is, 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 you know, for some people, that's what it is for them to start to think, which thank God that that's happening, yeah. honestly, because that's what's waking a lot of people up. Um, do you guys know Lori Ladd? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I haven't like listened to a lot of her stuff, but I, I know who she is. She, bit, yeah. So she made this video maybe like a, like, you know, uh, I guess about a week ago. I don't remember how long ago it was, but she was talking about how like, you know, all this stuff is going on and it's, and it's going to get, it's going to get crazier and it has to, she's like, it has to, it has to become ridiculous. It has to become so, so abnormal for a per for the person to finally be like what the fuck is going on well, how is this happening and then start to wake up yeah so, no yeah but it will like yeah. i i genuinely it's happening it's happening yeah. i agree with that sentiment definitely it, it has to happen it yeah. has to, like and that and it will it's almost like if we're talking about the law, like I'm not talking about like the like the governing governing law, but I'm saying the universe, the mm-hmm. universal law. Like this is the direction that like they're gonna get crazier, you know, on us. And then the chaos is gonna continue to get bigger. And then the people will naturally start to awaken. And that's just like that's just 
to me, I know that that's where we're going. So I know that that's what's going to happen. It's just that we have to brace ourselves and maneuver through the world and continue to do what we do and continue to stand on our truth and continue to, to speak and continue to like, to, to move and shake and do just be ourselves, you know, so that when they wake up, we're here and we're ready with open arms. Let's keep going. There's more to go. There's more to go. Like join the army. Like we're here. And eventually this will only end when the whole world has come together or at least the majority or some level of the world has come over where we can actually overthrow together. I think that that's, that's where we're headed, where we're going to have to get to such a point where the whole world comes together. Yeah. And that's beautiful. Is that actually exciting? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, as the chaos gets more hectic, it's equivalent to people that are that are asleep waking up. Right. And it has to get to that boiling point for the people that are most numbed out and most unaware of what's going on to actually become activated on some level. Um, all right. Final question. <laughs> Cannabis, food or drug? Could be food. Could be food. food. I think could be food? Yeah, could be. I say could be because okay. there's people who could abuse it. And also, I think it's also been manipulated a lot over the years. And now that it's like, yeah. been legalized in so many states like corporations have taken over and they're like well you know let me let me do it like let me manipulate this strain this way and you know i think like G- gmo weed that's what i'm yeah yeah mm-hmm. i mean the thing is like luckily it's already a weed mm-hmm. but luckily it grows very freaking easily you know i mean sure everyone will have their grow lights and they're this and they're that but they're they a lot of times they do it because they want that specific strain to like you know show different compounds and you know make it grow a certain type of way so they have a certain type of you know effect but um i it definitely can be medicinal Mm -hmm. it can be food you know um but again like you know i see people who abuse things like that too so i'm like it could be but that's why it goes for even like my my medicine here like yo the reason why these work the reason why this is medicine is be- is because it has the power to shift the body. And if there's something that has a power to shift the body, then you must know that there is a limit or you should create limitations on it. You shouldn't overdo it because then eventually you shift your body into another way and or like you overload it essentially and they're going to cause other disorders. So it's like, we use it as medicine. If we use it as medicine, then absolutely. But if we're using it as like, man, wake and bake every day, all day, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if that's, that's going to be healing your body. You know, I don't think that's going to be serving yeah. your nervous system. Can you no. do that impersonation again, please? <laughs> <laughs> well, I <don't> like rewind. <laughs> uh, I love it. Um, yeah. You're amazing. Thank you so much for for being here, for joining us for this conversation. Um, I love your energy. I love the way that you, you mean, broach these subjects the way that you do and the way that you mean you, you project your unique individual essence onto, onto everything. Um, so yeah, just thank you really. Yeah, I agree. I really just love your energy. You know, there's just such a passion and, and depth behind what you say and you know, just hearing you on this, um, on this podcast, I totally understand how you have 500,000 TikTok followers. <laughs> You're obsessed, bro. <laughs> well, I just think, I think it's like, 
I, it's like it's like funny too you know like i, I don't know I'm obs- i i just love bringing out and i also love championing people for what they do i mean that's impressive you have 500,000 people that are being educated on the power of food over drugs yeah you know that's, like that's i've studied health, wellness, all the shit I've gone down, all these rabbit holes. I've talked to people for years. I share my opinions. I mean, our podcast will have 500,000 subscribers at some point, but it doesn't. And so like, I'm honoring you and respecting you for what it took to do that. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I make a joke about it, but it's also like, that's fucking cool that we live in a world where obviously technology, I have like a love, go fuck yourself relationship with technology. And you know, you've used the tool to really inspire people. And I don't know the demographics. I don't know if you can figure out the demographics of your audience, but I'm sure they range from all different ages. And, and, and let's just say a good percentage of your demographics are like younger people too. Like it's incredible, incredible that because they're not getting this education in high school and public school, you know, some of their fucking parents don't even know this shit. Most. You know what I mean? Yeah. Most. And it's just trying to be kind, you know, they, they, they don't know this shit. And so it's like the role that you have, like, I don't want to, I don't want to like discount that. Like, I want to like put that, put that up there. Like that's incredible. And that's amazing. And um, that's awesome. Thank you for acknowledging that. Thank you for like, for, you know, for saying that and speaking that out loud. That is, that is very true. That is literally something that like, you know, I, 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 I have, I actually practice reminding myself, you know, because it's like, I can look at it as like followers or I can look at it as like, no, no, no. I have, I have the ears. I have hmm. the ears of these people. So like, what am I committed to? You know, yeah. it's a responsibility. I'm like, no, no, we're saying true to what the mission is, you know, over and over and over and over. And it's like, man, like, like how you were saying earlier, I'm like, where else and and what other time or capacity do we see like you know half a million people are interested in in you know how to heal the body through food mm-hmm. yeah. and so thank you for for saying that yeah if you had five hundred thousand follow uh, tiktok followers and you were just changing outfits all day i probably wouldn't say that you know but <laughs> yeah it's just i think it's pretty cool like and what's cool about that is that there's that many, yeah. I mean, maybe you do, like maybe you do at times because that's part of it, but you know what I mean? Like, that's not the focus. Like your, your page isn't called like, you know, whatever dresses and shoes, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it is what it is. And the fact that there's 500,000 people that are interested in that, like, that's cool. Like would that have happened 25 years ago? Mm. You know what I mean? So it just goes to show you where like, the needle is going yeah but, and also like i mean the power of technology when used correctly man and when used intentionally you mean it's it's, it's incredible and there's 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 good and bad to all of it you know what i mean and we can use and wield anything to our advantage depending on how we choose to use it and choose to work with it um yeah yeah, yeah totally. all right sheila what do you want to we want to shout out we want to tell us we want to speak to our audience this moment in time final words final words uh, but also words. like plugging anything in the plug, um, oh, yeah. website, all the rest of it. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm sure this will be attached to whatever video that you, you guys, mm-hmm. see, but, um, you know, the formulas, like the parasite formula that we talked about, it's on foodoverdrugs.com. Um, anything else that I 
create like my essentially medicine from plants is all on foodoverdrugs.com. And of course, food over drugs is the name. So it's on Instagram and TikTok and, you know, everything. So um, final words, I want to say something that just occurred to me, not occurred to me, but it was something that had been on my mind. Um, you know, I think I think I spoke into a little bit when we were, I was talking about like I was referencing Lori Ladd. It's like you know things are gonna get things are things are probably gonna get worse. You know, in the next year or so, you know, we're gonna start to see more things unfold. But we have to be willing to stick together. We have to be willing to, um, you know, come from a place of compassion. We have to be ready and willing to receive people with open arms. And that means people who thought one way for a long time and finally start to see a new perspective. And it's not about us against you because that is the biggest thing right now that's happening in both of our worlds, you know, in the, in the realm of like the, the, the truth seekers and the activists for medical freedom. And then on the other hand, you know, we're, we're seeing that. So we, we got to stay true to that. And so anyone who's watching this, I just want to remind them that like compassion is going to be the only thing that like, that, that, that supports us in this, in this whole, in this world, in this lifetime. And I think that um, if we rem remember that along with the fact that we're all happen to be alive in this time, you know, so there's yeah. a purpose to us being here, then hold that with you and and keep moving because we have a lot of a long journey ahead but we're but we're in and we have each other so. wow such a yeah, potent and such a such a mature message as well i mean people listening might not realize but you're 29 years old right yes is that right it's absolutely incredible <laughs> you're, you're telling me you started this journey in like like seven eight years ago you mean so you're going through this when you were 21 22 years old starting to oh, didn't you Fifteen? Did you say you started this? Fifteen, sixteen? Oh. Fifteen. The seed, seed was planted, and then I actually started to study it when I was like in the twenty twelve yeah. or something. Well, no, it's incredible. I mean, you're you're not you're not here by any accident, and I'm sure you know that. Um, so my cards say. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, guys. Thank you for listening to another amazing episode of Here for the Truth with um, our special guest today, Sheila. Go check her out, Food Over Drugs on all platforms. I'm going to be doing one of these parasite cleansers for sure. I'll be jumping on that as soon as this podcast ends. I'm curious. Um, and yeah, we'll catch you guys next time. Thanks. Much love. Peace. Smoke and mirrors, I'm seeing through the illusion. Waking up in a the time, they think you're in a delusion Somebody set the alarms, cause they be too busy snoozing I'm in a DeLorean